0: You're now listening to the Ghetto Truth Magazine, and today is going to be such an explosive dialogue today. T. Felder is in the house, and this is a subject that is, I don't know, parents, moms uh, feel some kind of way when we have pornography everywhere. The internet is here, this is ghetto gospel, and it's atrocious how the government, America, it appears to be that they are fine with this because they continue to block, you know, bills that would prevent this sort of thing happening. You can't uh, call the police because they say it's an internet thing, right, T?
1: Right, exactly. Exactly. This is T Felder, and um, I'm the co-host on the Ghetto Truth. We're talking about the truth or a truth, and um, I feel like this topic is very relevant because um, right now a lot of children are at home, so that means, you know, they're surfing the web and doing things online a lot more than they already were, and they were already doing the most. Um, So I think it's important for parents to know what's going on on the web and and know that it's okay to put those filters on things because unfortunately um, our children are able to access and see a lot of things that they they shouldn't see because of uh, the internet.
0: Exactly. And it, it has been coming for a long, long, long time. And this is where I could say it started with the parents because in my day, we went outside and we played But the parents, the moms, it's a lot of single moms today, and you know they're having these children, and the best thing that they can do for themselves to bring them some type of peace is to hear, "Here's my phone." So you have babies, Mm -hmm. right? As soon as they're able to hold the phone, the mom is giving them this item and then by the time they're old enough to read and whatever uh, 7 they're surfing the internet and it's it's becoming a thing it's pornography it's at their disposal so I know the government we need to uh, do something about this and we need to uh, make this like the lady said you know <laughs> it some type of law like they have with uh uh, drinking and driving you know that that would help a lot because it's it's getting out of hand Dr. Gail Dines I like what she was talking about she's Mm -hmm. making like a really valid point you know at that level but if we can get down with it (laughs) on a grassroots level, and then all the parents, all the moms, all the fathers, they need to uh, create a coalition. I don't know if it's out there or not, but it needs to be done because uh, pornography have gotten really rampant. It's everywhere you go, even on the television. I remember in my day um, when they had a married couple, it was separate beds. There was no way the husband was going to get in the bed with uh, his wife and one foot had to still be on the floor. But as we progress in this media and putting all these programs into our minds, it's gotten worse. And I remember we did do a show on human trafficking on the ghetto truth magazine. And uh, one thing I did notice as, as I was pointing out the, the, program cartoons that they have today a lot of stuff on Disney is nothing but porn porn shadow porn secret porn and while I was pointing you know those particular cartoons out oh my goodness then I saw a video with Fred Flintstone I grew up on that era and even in, in that time they had subliminal messages involving sex right Keith Elder. <laughs> Well, I think it's
1: it's kind of beyond that, and we have our our um, our guest Goldie.
0: She's she just tapped in with us right now. Greetings, Goldie. So, what do you have to say about this free internet and freely porn available for children just to have access to it? Tell us about uh, your experience as much as you can and enlighten our listeners here.
2: Well, that is it's disgusting to me. <laughs> Be quite yes, be honest, it's horrible how easily accessible it is. And even um, how you mentioned there's the subliminal messaging within a lot of the cartoons that even we watched growing up. But they have even gone to the point just as far as to even make cartoon porn, which I've actually I dated someone whose son had eventually found it online and he was nothing but six years old and it's just uh it's disgusting it (laughs) it really is and they make it too available i remember TV used to be censored you know and it used to cut off after a certain hour and i do miss those days because nowadays like they 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 it's overexposed. It really is. It's oh it's completely overexposed. Even in you know, the Carl's Jr. burger commercials, you have this woman and her breasts are out, and she's just they, they have her eating the burger in a very sexual manner, and it's just like, Why do we have to do this?
0: Sex sales so sound good.
2: Or or do you guys remember the, the herbal essences commercials for the, the conditioner, the hair mm-hmm. and they're just oh like what in the world are Yes. Doing? what is the message like children are watching this and even if they don't know immediately what's going on after it's being played over and over and over again it's it registers so it does I don't know how it registers to them or if it's because another child was exposed and they end up telling the out the tell to the other kids like hey do you guys know you know what this really means because that happens a lot, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, when I was young, like, I was molested, and it was by a child himself. And to this day, I don't blame him, because since he was a child, he was obviously exposed to that before. But it was brought to me as in, do you want to see, you, you want to do what grownups do? I didn't, I didn't know what that meant. I'm just like, yeah, what what are your grown-ups doing? You know, because as children, we're fascinated. We're still learning. We're sponges. We're like, oh, you know, what are the grown-ups doing? You know, they're always having fun. They're always, oh, you know, get out of here. What's going on? But today, a lot of parents don't even shield their children away from the sex scenes in movies. You know, They don't. When we were younger, we were told to to go elsewhere or, you know, cover our eyes and ears and they'll hurry up and, and fast forward past that that portion now it's just you know oh it doesn't matter you know he'll they'll learn or they don't even acknowledge it just keep it going right right I think it's important
1: for us to understand that they need to draw a line between sexual expression like healthy sexual expression Mm -hmm. and like sexual exploitation yes because I think it is important for Obviously we're in a generation where kids are learning a, at a lot faster pace than we were mm-hmm. um, growing up. So it is important for us to start having these conversations with our children about sex, but in a healthy way where they're understanding their bodies and where they're gaining confidence in their sexuality. So that way, when they get ready to explore that, they understand and that they know the difference between what's right and what's wrong and what's, uh, you know, being exploited is and what, um, having a healthy sexual relationship is and what those things look like
0: yes right parents need to get ahead of the game because of the availability of of everything but the problem is too not all parents but the problem are the parents because some parents especially the fathers if they around they believe that when their son act like that or if he grab a titty at 12 like that's okay that's that's gonna make you a man you know introducing him to you know sex a hooker or whatever when he's 12 13 uh it certainly have changed from my day it's totally like you said Goldie, is disgusting and we need to draw the line right here. I believe that it's not too late. Mm -hmm. We have to um, really for real this time. I'm not really much into politics, but I believe it do start with our congressmen, If there's still a congressman after all this stuff that's going on around us during this reset, right, because Mm -hmm. they're having court right now, world court over what's going on with the pedophile (laughs) ring in america right you know and that's important too
1: they're lurking online they're looking for young children and young girls and even young boys to mm-hmm. to lure in and it's very convenient to use social media platforms to do so to make a fake page and act like a child and lure the child in and then sometimes not even making their fake page just being who they are and offering things that kids would want mm-hmm. and then the kids end up you know feeding into it and then you know even if they're even if the kid maybe sometimes feels like maybe this is wrong, they do more and more and more until they manipulate them into yep. meeting up or sending them news and those those photos then get sent to these black market websites where they're able to, where these sickos are able to then Just to purchase this stuff with no consequence.
0: Absolutely. And again, this is Ghetto Gospel. Parents, you paying for the cable, the internet, all that, you must take control over that. Now, when they're at school, that's another topic. That's why education in about sex belongs to the person who is bringing up that child because the more that they have the tools that they need. So when someone comes to them with some file stuff, they'd be like, you know what, get you know, get away Sorry, okay. from me with Leave that. Me alone. Yeah. I'm okay. Leave me alone. You know, I'm good. So we have to, uh, for real, it's crazy. We always protect our children but we have to totally step up our game. I have three grandsons, and I'm so happy that their are mothers. They're very protective of their boys, and I feel good about that. They won't be the boys that are out there trying to disrespect the little girls and doing stuff, and I got to tell you um, – I've been molested as well. It's like it's really having not been anyone that I know that have not been molested, I promise. I haven't met that person yet. It started in school way back in um I was in junior high school, and the little boys just nasty. This one dude, I'm trying to get into my locker and he run by, run past me. And he does something very foul to my private part. And I'm about uh, 12 years old, walking home from the store. Children can go nowhere by themselves anymore. It's been a long time. You can go on online. Uh, they have websites to where you can put in different locations. And they'll tell you where all these little sex offenders live. And the crazy thing is... It's your next door neighbor. And <laughs> I'm telling you, the government, the, the whoever make these laws, they do not care about us. So we need to form. This is my solution to it. I'm sorry. That's my drum. My solution to all of this is more education. I believe there should be a coalition among uh, parents and some of them have to have a background check because it's crazy. You have fathers molesting their sons and daughters and you got grown teachers having sex with students. It was a, a movie about that some years ago. I forget that crazy girl. Eternal. Laternal. Yeah, she's
1: actually, she's been out for a while and um, the the young man that she was with, they actually ended up getting married and having more kids and they're actually getting a, a divorce now. I believe oh it didn't
2: work out. Obviously the age gap, obviously um, there's a, a a word for that condition. I cannot think of it to save my life right now, but when you fall in love with your abuser, goodness.
0: Well, I do know about the Stockholm That's syndrome. It. That's it. Yeah and 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 that's another thing um i know of some people who do protect their abusers and i know some people who have been abused and when i see them together you act like it's you know normal love 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 but you know wait a minute didn't they abuse you when you was little why are you friends with them why do you even compensate with them because their mental capacity
1: is still that of that child
0: okay dealing
1: with that certain emotion whatever emotion is triggered into um, them when they're with that person it reverts them back to
0: that mentality of whatever age they were when, when the abuse happened Right. And I know there have been studies that it it perpetuates, it continues, if like, if the father molested its son, whatever, the son is going to molest someone and it is that's the cycle. Um, what's that show, uh, Law and Order? I had to, I like to watch shows about law because... That's how I learned about some things. And it didn't dawn on me. They would have the women who have been assaulted, who have been raped. And it's crazy how the court system for true have them sit on the stand and go back and repeat everything that the man did to them. And I remember being 16 and I watched this movie and it was so disturbing that she had to sit there and describe every detail and then you look at the faces of the people in court and they're looking and you're wondering this is this is sick this is not right to um, put the woman on trial for her to repeat what happened to her you know he did this and it, it's disturbing for all of it and the bigger issue is that the whole society is run mm-hmm. by men. Right. right. Men that are
1: abusing their power. And unfortunately, with the abuse of power comes situations like these where we have like the um, Harvey Weinsteins and these... Uh, All of them because
0: it's coming out. Yeah. yeah. Abuse. Also, I wanted to That's talk a-
1: about... Um, I've been noticing a lot of patterns and stuff too with children and they're, they're pretty much mirroring what their parents are watching on social media or doing online too. So I think it's important for parents to understand what you do on social media and what you view on social media and also what websites you choose to log on to, your children are actually following right behind you. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Um, yeah, the, some of the parents just, I don't know, lazy. I have to put it out there. This is the ghetto truth, and it is an Ovasi opinion, Ovasi view, laziness. They're watching a program that ha- is full of sex, and they're not uh, having their children leave the room. It's its norm, and the and the thing is, I think it was norm for them when they was growing up. No one ushered them out of the room when uh things got a little heated, and when the media decided, you know what we're not even we don't care anymore because, like I said, they used to not have all this stuff on television well, you can play in in the um, yeah, yeah, it would be late 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 at night, I remember. <laughs> I was staying up trying to watch this program. They came on at one o'clock in the morning. I couldn't could not make it. I was falling asleep. Um it was it was wasn't porn. It was like uh, National mm-hmm. Geographic. In my day, National Geographic was about the only porn you was gonna get. Dr. Berman but... and Berman. That was the closest thing. Yeah. They
2: had discussions. Like, okay. At least with them it was educational. Um, right. Mm-hmm. It's just it's sad. Like even just letting your children go to bed and they have their own cell phones and their tablets, like, confiscate them at the end of the night. You know? Don't allow it to be available at the dinner table. If you guys even sit at the dinner table, we need to right. go back to um, just doing a lot of things as a family. As say, because right. These days, no one's sitting around at the table. They're probably eating food in their bedrooms or, you know, in the living room, watching the TV instead of sitting down at the table and having family discussions. Everybody's so disconnected these days.
0: And speaking of with the media, uh, needless to say, the Ghetto Truth magazine is anti-mainstream media. That's why they're always trying to disrupt what we're we're having a a dialogue about but it's okay today and you mentioned family and you returned that nasty ass uh cartoon to my to my memory that's mm-hmm. terrible that cartoon they they have the little boy having um incest Uh, thoughts and whatnot with the mother and it's crazy the dog is wanting the mother and it's crazy how this is on television and then they put it in a cartoon and you have your child watching it you know on the uh, small screen and on the big screen these (laughs) cartoons they're adult cartoons and then the, the parents are bringing their children to the movie house to watch it So it's (laughs) the parents who are against this really have to come together because and educate the parents who don't feel like there's something wrong with it. Right. Right. I
1: agree. And then it's just like, also, we have to look at the kids with like uh, underlying like psychiatric disorders as well. Because those are the kids that are going to be more vulnerable to these things. And then there's the kids that also that are in the foster care systems and don't have parents and people monitoring them at all. So these are the kids that fall victim to actually possibly meeting up with these predators and falling victim to whatever it is they're going to do when that meetup happens. Because they don't have anybody to, t- to tell them no.
0: Right. And we need to enforce that. Uh, If you guys could check out Black Fire on Instagram, she's fire. She's talking about a lot of spiritual things. And I believe that uh, the parents need to start tapping into that. And she has said that no is a a magic spell, a spell word. No, make that word powerful so you could be empowered to say no. And the crazy thing is outside of the internet, the, the children that's being molested is by people yes. that they yeah, know. It's always people that they know, usually. It's uh, people that they know. And, and, it's, and then if no one want to take a stand, they put the, the abuser on a pedestal and they shame the child. How can a little seven-year-old know anything about that you know they're not nowhere ready for that you know right so parents also go while you're listening um, being a mother educate being a mother
1: how do you um like i know your child is really really young right now but how do you plan on going about you know managing
2: him and filtering him with with the things that are going on you know it's it's scary to be just to begin it off like this was one of the reasons why, um, why I was afraid to have children and even just prolonged it all the way until I turned 30 because I'm, I mean, I can't say 100% I don't know how I'm going to do it. But, you know, part of that is I don't because nowadays technology is in the forefront. These kids are getting computers and laptops in elementary school. And right at this point, all I really have to do is just I mean, what I'm going to do is I have to I have to be active. I have to monitor. I have to really just have an open discussion with him always. And the scary part about having these open discussions and trying to make it normal and okay to talk to me as his mother is not being afraid to have that conversation too early and possibly risk exposing him to something that he otherwise would not have ever known before. But um, I will definitely be using the parental locks on the internet. I don't know exactly how that works, but I will figure it out. (laughs) And even just, I, I don't watch very much TV at all anyway, but, definitely Great. have to be mindful of what's going on and if he does end up slipping and seeing something you know kind of i don't want to say brush it off but make it to where it's not a huge deal and if he has questions about it you've right. got to be open and honest you know right but i do want to um to just let him know that i, I don't want i don't want him to grow up thinking that it's okay to be the little boy that chases after the girl and, and is doing inappropriate things because that's that's scary you know especially since mm-hmm. I I've dealt with it on as a female with it being done to me and the scary part about it is the fact that I'm not the only person that's going to teach him you know he's going to learn from everyone and everything around him, and right. I cannot shield him from everything other people say and do. And right. of course, I'm going to pick and choose whom I'm around. But then there's the friends that he meets and ma- makes and stuff, and I'm kind of pretty. I'm going to follow in my own, my older sister's footsteps, and and even just within my family, and you know can't go over there but they can come over here <laughs> that's what i'm I saying if <laughs> you are over there visiting i'm gonna make friends with your friend with your friends moms and dads and we're gonna all get together and, and hang out you know like, i agree i agree and even when it comes down to the video games um what a friend of mine his son he plays the video games and he's always on that that live part portion where he could talk to the other kids and stuff and I mm-hmm. cannot tell you how many times I have caught this little boy cursing.
3: <laughs> mm.
2: If you're going to play video games online, we mm. will be in the living room. I don't believe in having televisions in the bedroom. And it's mainly just because of sleep. I have sleep issues. But since that's something that I won't do for myself, he won't have a television in his bedroom. So he won't be able to sneak and cut it on in the middle of the night and, you know, any of that because... There's so much, there's so much.
0: That's a good step, actually. No television in the bedroom, no computer in the bedroom, always in a public area. And we will drop some links on this podcast, different um, companies that you can use. They put blocks on the Internet. Uh, for parents, is great, and I highly recommend it. So, just have to get a lock on this thing. It's so mm-hmm. much out there; it it's scary. You know, human trafficking is is out there. It's crazy. You have um, why people are on the internet. Uh, one of the scary things is you think you're talking to like. Uh, someone your age and it's an adult so they are tapped into Mm -hmm. their emotions and it that road leads to a lot of uh crazy places where you don't want to think about you know i've had some people that i know that have been kidnapped and it's crazy to use for trafficking uh the the abuse on women has risen so high lately. The the
1: pornography that's out now, it's very volatile and vulgar. Mm -hmm. And especially if you're exposing a child that's like seven or eight to this, and they haven't even been sexually active yet, now they're looking at this porn thinking that this is how they should have sex and this is what a woman would want. And Mm -hmm. if a parent is having that (laughs) like appropriate conversation with their child and building that confidence and and to them to gain that that confidence within themselves then they even if they are even if they do see it I feel like you know there's a a higher percentage of them saying like no this is not something that I don't think I would be into but if they don't know anything about it they're going to be like oh this is what I should be doing Mm -hmm. you know I should be super aggressive and this is what a woman wants me to be super aggressive and I think that that's what's building the and, and keeps the fueling the hyper masculinity in our society,
0: right? I have seen no video of a woman who's uh engaging in anal sex, none of them are happy about that, you know. It's always it's a facade that's just the beast, the beast right. of the man, right
1: a lot of uh you know young teenagers and different they don't understand that these porns are staged these are not real scenarios of real people that are building intimate relationships having sex these are people that are actors and actresses coming into a room and performing these things for a paycheck and that's not how the reality of a relationship works They're recording stage, and i feel like that's becoming the reason why we're lacking intimacy in relationships as well.
0: Right. I agree. Godie so y- you have a, a young yeah. son and you know, you have the opportunity to uh, create in him the love of the queen, you, his mother. So you protect him and I know he'll be able to save another life. Be like, yo, <laughs> this is not what right, my mother taught me. My every intention. Right? Because it's just,
2: it's wild in the world. Like it's, I can't even begin to explain how intense it is out there. And we, we all know, and there's so many people that think that everything that's going on, like it's okay. It's okay to teach these boys to to be just ultra uh, like just sexual and it's it's not
0: ultra ultra aggressive, aggressive. Okay.
2: but then we're here teaching our girls don't let the boys touch you you know they only want one thing and yes don't don't let the boys touch you but why why do you, why do people think it's okay to teach the boys to be ultra aggressive and sexual when we're basically they're set, they're setting them up for failure because they're going to keep getting shot down. And then, the, like um she said, with the pornography, it's all aggressive. It's basically like borderline rape in a lot of the videos. Because there's right. a lot of choking and just aggressive. Right. Just, you know, just hammering. And it's it makes absolutely no sense.
0: None whatsoever. And then also in film and also oh, okay. in the music. It changed. I remember, you know, I'm 60 years old and the music that I listened to was about, they was talking about sex, okay. but we didn't know that they were right. It was songs like, I want to dance with you. And it was uh Smokey Robinson cruising. You know, I didn't have any idea he was talking about sex until I got older. And I went, Oh, But see, the music today, they straight out, especially hip hop, is just slop, slop. They straight out, the guy is saying, I'm going to spread my legs and Mm -hmm. stick it in you and just, and more verbal than what I just said, right? And then I'm just now, it's old, but I'm just now finding out that it's some song about eating cake. And to my disgust, eating cake was eating feces, That's and that is That's what the young me. people. Oh my goodness! I I don't I do not recall how it came to my space. Uh, LMG would uh, have to remind me on that one, and I will. Uh, definitely inbox T Felder so she can let you know how it came to be but it's awful with some song about eating cake and now that I'm listening to some songs and then because I don't listen to uh, music mainstream music and I don't watch television all right but if something comes to my space it's for me to uh, inquire about that so I can put out some information about come on people you guys are going too far There's nothing about eating feces that's uh, intimate. It has nothing to do with the uh, sexuality between two spirits. You guys feel me? So uh, (laughs) I know this stuff exists. I used to know several um, people who were call girls. And one of them, her customer, the only thing that he wanted... Uh, done to him is he wanted her to pee on him and that was it so we are definitely dealing with a lot of people with a lot of bullshit so we need to keep our children close to us and educate them and let them know you know people out there they are sick These are some of the signs that you look for, right? Someone does things like always want to be private and don't want you to tell your parents. That's when you need to tell your parents. I used to tell my stepchildren, I said, if anybody tried to uh, touch you in somewhere, that's not It makes you feel uncomfortable if they say, oh, we're going to kill your mommy. I said, do know, you know, I own a a gun, right? Do know that I will kill them before they kill me. So do not believe that none of that, because I'm here to protect you, right? I'm your mom and I'm going to protect you, but I need all the intel. So I stay close to my step sons, you know, so they would not fall to that because they was boys, they were um, um, Guatemalan and Puerto Rican, and they had the long eyelashes, and see, uh, little boys like that, they draw predators out because they're boys, but they look so cute because they have some, uh, 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 like, long eye. Yes, yes, yes. So... (laughs) parents mothers mothers please that though they came from you so you got yeah. you got I first a lot of right need, mothers need got
1: first not be afraid to have the conversation um we're building a society where you know the kid has all this privacy and you know give your kids privacy give them their space to grow and that's fine that's very, that's very much okay but also a parent needs to be a parent yes. and you're not your kid's friend and you need to monitor what they're, what they're doing. That part. You, I'm not saying to go into their room and just search their entire
0: room. Um,
1: but you but do need to see what they're necessary. doing online
0: I say, search their say entire search. <laughs> room. Maybe
2: not as <laughs> so much when they're there.
0: If they, if they, if they're because guess what? You're paying right. the rent or the mortgage, You're and right. everything in there belongs to you. And I'm saying, like, look, we are in different times. So guess what? Oh. Drastic measures, I agree. I agree. right? because I don't care. I would rather go through their room and then I'll tell them. I said because you live in my house, you know, I will be in your room, right? So this is what's going to happen. And I rather do that than they they go out and because I didn't search their room to see what they're into. So hey, especially if they start acting. Wait a minute. If you suspect something, oh yeah, I'm I'm looking and searching Wait. your room, honey. Old clothes, laundry Inside under your bed, everywhere for real. Oh, that's oh, everywhere for real. And then if there's oh, a yes. sibling, I'm gonna bribe them. <laughs> All of it, <laughs> There, there is no measure that I would not go to to protect my children. Period. You know, I just want to touch back. Oh, on my goodness, something you said
2: just a moment ago about um letting your children know that you are their protector because you when if they've ever been molested or somebody's being inappropriate with them they have to know that their safe space is at home and that they can tell their mother or their father whomever is at home anything and that Mm -hmm. they're safe to 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 give out that information because um back to me again when I was younger I was molested I couldn't have been more than Four years old and at that that particular time that it happened I got a whooping and it wasn't just one whooping I literally got a whooping by every single member or adult member um, that I knew at that time just aunties uncles everybody came over and gave me a whooping because of what happened and I didn't know what was going on and at that very moment I knew that whatever it was it was bad and that I shall never speak on it ever again. And I even heard growing up in conversations um, when they would talk on the phone like, hey, you remember when Goldie got caught and caused and such, 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 such. And it was like a, a little, I don't want to say a joke, but just it was a conversation and it was very embarrassing. And that wasn't the only time I've been molested. But the other times that it happened, I did not speak on it because I was afraid that I was going to get a whooping. Or right. even you have just a afraid of the space. embarrassment of you know the conversations going on and on and on? I didn't feel that I was safe to to have that discussion again because the first, it wasn't a discussion when it first happened. I was a child. I was a, a real child, a tiny baby that could barely even talk.
0: So, um, right. Yeah. and you got chest ties, and the thing is. One, that is not all across the board, but a part of it is because we as a people who grew up in the South, they have this code of silence, no matter what it is, and you're not supposed to speak on it. And uh, that's one reason why I did not mesh with my relatives, because I was vocal. If someone mistreated me, I was vocal and all through my years, they continued to tell me like I was the problem. And I went through a lot of emotional harm behind this to where uh, my body had the condition of uh, um, can't come out of it. I, it's, it exists fibromyalgia where i did not even know what it was and i started reading about it emotional and this and stress and this and i said well shit no wonder (laughs) growing up around a place where you cannot speak and and tell uh your parents something happened to you and you're supposed to be quiet about it and I was that child no I'm I'm not gonna be quiet about it you know so secrets and stones coming out soon (laughs) and we have to talk about it we can't it's not our shame it's their shame it's the abuser it's their shame So that's why I just started coming out about it myself, like, uh, in 2019, talking a little bit about it. I might say something while I'm doing one of my, uh, podcasts or doing one of my live videos and dropping it in there. So I'm preparing myself mentally so I can talk about it. I just started talking about the condition of depression. So... All this comes together, we are in the month of mental health awareness, and this topic here, if we ever needed to be aware of anything, is this It is. I actually <laughs> wanted to go
1: back to um, the episode that we had last week, and when we were talking with Judy about forgiveness, and... Um, I wanted to know right. um, from you and Goldie's perspective of um, two women that have been sexually abused, um, is there ever a point in time where you get to a point of forgiveness or is that something that's just always lingering in your, your spirit?
0: I This is ghetto gospel. I've gotten to the point where that empathy part, it it's to where... My sister, who was abused by her recently, not recently, but he done transitioned, she couldn't protect herself. So I'm thinking later on, uh, if she couldn't protect herself, Mm -hmm. how can she protect me? I was 12 years old and I was washing the dishes. And he come in behind me and he, you know, touches me and I scream and I get on the phone to call my mother. See, I'm, I'm that Pisces where I am quiet. Right. But if you fuck with me, <laughs> I'm going to speak. I'm going to speak out. So I'm 12. He thought he can get away with it and he he couldn't and I got on the phone it's one of those old phones like if someone gets on the other house, other phone in the house you can't make a phone call but I can hear uh my relative talking about put the phone down put the phone down and I'm like 12 years old this huge man just molested me and someone that's supposed to protect me what So that's a whole story. It's going to be in the book, y'all, Secrets and Stones. (laughs) And right when I was going to let this relative, what transpired, the guy died. So I was like, what good is it to tell them, like, yo, he molested me. Yo, you didn't protect me. I felt like, what, what good would that be, you know, to tell them that? And luckily, they never listen to any of my broadcasts, so that's why I could talk about it. (laughs) Never. I get no support from them relatives, I tell you. (laughs) This is ghetto gospel, and I will always tell the truth or a truth. (laughs) So um, what else before? There's some more points that we need to uh, cover Before we wind down here on the Ghetto Truth Magazine. I was thinking that we could um,
1: talk more about the black market. I mean, I don't think a lot of people are aware of the black market and how many um, women, children, and just people in general are being um, exploited and... You know, the human trafficking, they're able to access these things where we can't, you know, the FBI and the police, they can't even track the IPs down of these people. And they're able to sell these kitty porns and to exploit these women and to sell and trade humans on, on these websites. And I don't think that that's being talked about a lot. There's been girls that have been c- coming up missing. There's been hundreds and thousands of children that uh, each year that have been coming up missing with
0: no trace of them. Right, right. Human trafficking is current. It has never stopped. It's Slavery is is it's, it's still here. Basically, the only thing that the system decided was to instead of keeping everybody like all conjugated on the plantation, they Uh, came up with a plan. Oh, well, just let them have their own home. Let them think that they are buying the house, right? So many homeowners, even after they, the house is paid for, they still have to pay property tax. And I'm like, once you purchase an item and you pay the taxes, shouldn't that be done? (laughs) Right. So human trafficking Oh my goodness. Okay. I wanna jump in here and tell you all about their scriptures in, in the Bible when they talk about the God of Molech. I don't know yeah, if you ever heard of that I have. before That's T. The God
1: of um, where they were sacrificing um their children to, right?
0: Exactly. So that particular practice have never ceased. So what we see right now with uh, the black market, human trafficking, slavery, it's a part of that as well, right? It's dealing with um, sexual stuff and and sacrificing the the children and burning them and whatnot all for this entity and um, it's still here, the cabal, right? (laughs) So it's just still here and it's uh we're we're at the point where the people who have so-called awakened we need to just take that pick up our little marbles and our third eye and and walk away because that part of the system will never cease right so we have to So when we have dialogue like this and talking about it and just being like freaking real about what's happening with uh, society because it's going on beyond pornography, right? right? So this is a big business. I mean... I was... um,
1: This was a while ago. I I, I was watching something and um, it was talking about how a woman actually worked at a group home and she, her boyfriend was a human trafficker, sex trafficker He was trafficking girls out of El Paso, Texas. And she actually set it up to where she had um, him come and he basically, you know, kidnapped four of the girls from the group home setting. And, you know, these are girls that are vulnerable. They have no parents. They have nowhere to go. They're in the system waiting to age out and to, you know, do their own thing. And then nobody and nobody's going to gonna come looking for that. them. And she allowed her boyfriend to take these girls. She They took them all the way down to Texas. From Texas, they ended up in Mexico uh, being bought and sold. And there were women all the way from Africa and all of these different countries in, in, in Europe that had been bought and sold as well and ended up in in Texas and then ended up in L um, ended up being sold in Mexico. So this stuff is very real. There's a lot of people out there that, that don't think that this is really happening. And it is. And I think only out of the 200 girls that they had there at this ranch in Texas, only two of them actually escaped. Oh my God. And the whereabouts of the other mm. ones are unknown. And the whereabouts of the perpetrators are also still unknown. And this was over five to six years ago. So a lot of these things are happening and these perpetrators are not being caught. They're hiding behind money. Oh, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) COVID-19. They're hiding behind a lot of shit here.
0: Right. There's so much going on. It's crazy. And you know what? Uh, I saw the list and guess what? Monique name wasn't on that list. (laughs) Monique was like, you know what, bitches? I am a comedian, and some people thought she was being arrogant or whatever, but... Yeah, she was doing her thing, and this is my opinion of how it happened. This is not going to be the truth or a truth. This is Ovasi view right here. They wanted Monique to fly over out of the country to meet up with some rich dudes and fuck her. You know what I'm saying? That's my opinion. That's Ovasi view. But, you know, when you get to a certain status when you become an entertainer, you, you're nothing but a fuck toy. I've heard rumors, Ovasi View, that Jay—I'm gonna gotta lower my voice here—that <laughs> I want Grandma to hear me. <laughs> okay, I heard rumors that Jay Z and Beyonce—all this money that they say that they have—they do not have. They are living, you know, some kind of way. Only and other celebrities, so called celebrities like them, they're living that type of life lifestyle to help the cabal enslave all of y'all who just bow down to worshiping, you know, celebrities and shit. You know, those people like that, right? That's a rumor and people would like they would have sex right? People would be in the room while they're having sex and they was all having sex together. So by having pornography on the internet, they don't care because they doing all this they doing stuff that of course we wouldn't even imagine but these are rumors where I had other people in my circle, they would come and tell me about this intel and I'd be like but how you know though? So that's why it's a rumor but you know what? I wouldn't say that it didn't happen for real because of of some other things that occur throughout with people being in entertainment and uh, when they don't want to play ball anymore, they're thrown to the streets and they're raggedy. And then a lot of them are on drugs. A lot of them are children and they were molested and abused and they turned to drugs because they can't handle it. So it all comes around in this topic today on the Ghetto Truth magazine. Pornography on the internet the, the government don't give a shit because they are involved in it themselves. That's why. So parents protect your children period. T, T Felder,
2: uh, <laughs> my phone is yes, I'm here,
0: Goldie, <laughs> no, oh, I, did I, it, uh, did I blow
2: y'all but, away, <laughs> right, when it comes down to it, like, we really have to protect our children, and I understand that we can't shield them from everything, but protecting them doesn't simply mean just shielding them, it means having those open lines of communication and letting them know that, Hey, kid. Hey. You are their safe haven. <laughs> so
0: sorry, he's so fussy. <laughs> exactly. We have to educate them, like we're educating grown people, and then you uh, bring awareness to your children. Mm-hmm. You don't want them to live in fear. You know, oh, I, you know, not to talk to them because children they have their own. They come here with their own intuition. So the best thing. Uh we can do as uh their ancestors, their 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 uh, mothers and fathers and grandparents mm-hmm. is to allow them to keep their intuition. So when someone comes in their space, right. they be like, you know, I don't like you. When a child comes to me and you know, and they tell me they don't really like a certain person. Listen to them. Um they don't I listen to them, right? Um, and I told my uh, stepsons when I was raising them years ago. I told them a stranger is a stranger who haven't had dinner, who haven't broke bread in our home. And I said, and even then, you ask your mima. <laughs> I was very, I you know, they was very loving and in- impressionable young boys. And I, I prepared them for this ugly ass world and not in uh, a way to scare them, to frighten them, but let them know that I am here. Your Mima is here and I will protect you because them people out there, that's a whole different story. So keep the communication open for your children so they will be able to talk to you when something like that happens to you it's sad when a child such as yourself and I have heard about it from a lot of lots of people where they tell their mother about what happened and the the mother do not believe them they blame the child and it's crazy and I don't get that. If, if if someone came to me, my my oldest is uh, 38, and if he come to me and told me somebody molested the, him, they'd be a dead person. I would beat them so bloody, I promise. Right. It, I'd be low-key. I don't need to call the police. And that's all I would do, for real. And then we have fast-forward internet. Oh, no, I'm going to believe my child. I'm going to post up. You're going to be all on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and, and TikTok that you a pedophile. Everybody going to know it. See, that's how I handle stuff. Man, that's, that's the, the ghetto way, Ms. Goldie.
2: <laughs> the repercussions, like once these pedophiles are actually caught, because there's so many that still get slipped underneath the radar. But when they get caught, when it, when it comes down to the law, oh, they too too many, give them a harsh enough sentence. Like they'll be gone for what five, ten years at the most, and then right if even that, and let right back down on the streets. But then you have these young men, exactly and that is living next door to you thats just it's ridiculous they have Mm -hmm. right in the right next door in their neighborhoods where there's plenty of children there's schools and just you know any it, it makes no sense but then you have young men that were arrested in the 80s and 90s for having a gram of weed on them with life sentences or close enough to life sentences and it just it makes no sense
0: It makes no sense. This is a truth for this hour. The government do not give a nothing about us because they prove it. They want to lock us up, which is fine with them. But anything to truly protect us? No, it's not Mm -hmm. going to happen because they are the oppressors. We are delusional if we're living in this society and believing that these people who run the laws or whatnot... Mm -hmm. That they're doing they're anything to for help us. us, and then no, it's that's it's They're not here to help us. We're here to help ourselves. We're here to unify ourselves. They have proven we have been living in the illusion of the inclusion. We believe it's that we funny. are in the land of the free. Get the get free for who? Get the fuck out of here. No, it's not. I mean, I am free, free in my mind because yes. I recognize the bull spit. <laughs> I recognize it, so I could live here in a kind of a um, mesmerized kind of a situation, and I tend to sh- surreal, so to speak, and I tend to watch how other people interact. Still in this matrix, how everybody want to call it, you know, this system. So, you know, honestly, I let them be. I protect mine, right? I teach them and everything they need to know, whatever, for real. Um, as a your, your little baby, you are so, so lucky because you, it's fresh. You yourself have been empowered. You yourself Uh, are aware so you could pass that on to your child a lot of these uh, parents they have not been aware that's why they allow their child like make decisions for themselves at 10 that they want to this is my opinion at 10 they want to change from being a boy to a girl no bitch you gonna wait till you get 16 and even Same in here. 18 if you under my because roof you're hell child. no even if and you that's feel my those opinion inside,
2: as i oh, don't to say that you man. don't really feel as though you're a, a woman in a man's body or vice versa i don't know what's going on inside of you but 10 years old my most humble opinion is too young To let them make that decision because they may change their mind way way too young because of what they're being exposed to, and then later grow to find, you know what, I don't really like that, or this really isn't me,
0: you know. Right, in my opinion, those parents are getting money and allowing their children to do that. It's a shame where you have parents uh they're still selling their children slavery selling their children into slavery is some program jazz i believe get the freak out of here her parents are getting money for them to do that that's like get out of here i years ago in the 90s i know a grown man that went had the surgery. And got boobs put in. A grown man, do you know he regretted it? And do you know they do have you go to uh, to a psychologist and you talk about it and then dumbass psychologists decide if you're mentally prepared to uh go forward with that? Get out of here. How is a ten year old is mentally ready to make that type yet. of this of a decision? And- That's a <sighs> money thing, Miss Goldie. That's a part
2: of how <laughs> everything is um they're they're placing it in the media you know they have these these couples the same-sex couples on television and i understand that people want to see themselves portrayed in the media and whatnot and you want to be able to look up and say oh you know there's somebody like me but the kids
0: can i tell you something i myself am in a same gender relationship with someone 14 years, and I myself am disgusted and appalled that they got all that on television. I don't mm-hmm. wanna see it. They got this one show called Single Parents and they got the little boy, he's all flaming, and the parent portrayed uh is like his friend. And I'm like, right. forget it. My child will not be watching television. Forget it. I feel like the parents, on
3: television, you know, they're, they're not
0: watching it. I'm sorry. Are, Period. It's allowing the children to have a bit of
2: confusion. You know, even in schools, they're letting the children pick what their gender is and saying, oh, well, you can be, you can have no gender. You could be a girl. You could be a boy. You can say that you're both. You have pronouns and that, that's just too many options. I don't like too many options for myself. Uh, see,
0: that's... That's too many. I'm going to tell you, I stopped... I, I I left the whole BS when when I finally came out or whatever. It was um, LGB, right? Then they started adding transgender. And I'm like, what do that have to do with the emotions of you feel emotion for someone of the same gender okay transgender is somebody who I don't know and now they have questioning and now they have everything else and I'm like if it's making me sick and I'm (laughs) like what the hell can you imagine a young child it's it's just you know the for real, if we ever thought that the system was, like, put there to protect us, no. We have to protect ourselves. So, this is Ghetto Gospel. I'm here with my ooh, guest, Goldie, um, T. Felder. Sometimes <laughs> her, her connections say, that's enough. That's enough, T. <laughs> so, thank you for sharing very personal dialogue with us, and it will help many, many people out there when they come and listen to this and normal, regular, what normal, whatever that is, but everyday people like us, you know, no matter who you love, I mean, we go through this shit ourselves. Right. So don't, don't be ashamed, you know, try to, you know, cipher who you could, you know, come to and, and, and let, Someone know if you are being abused or or whatever. So, Goldie is Please a mom. <laughs> Contact her, <laughs> boy. I'm telling you. Well, we're gonna leave some notes in the in the description and how you could reach all of us: T. Felder, me, Ghetto Gospel, and Goldie. And this is for people who really want want help. So, we, we don't have time for games because, as you know. I'm ghetto gospel and I get down jiggy with it. You don't want none. But anyway, have a wonderful day. The rest of it. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this uh, wonderful podcast. So we ended with peace, love and life. And I don't know, Goldie, if you wanted to leave any information here, if there's somewhere, uh email, that you feel okay about um, leaving or you want to just well, tell them hit me up on Instagram because
2: mine is full of nothing but junk mail, but you can definitely contact me at, on Instagram, I have a very good right. Instagram name. So it might be best to find
0: it. Um, in the notes. <laughs> Well, the best thing is okay. so I can um, inbox the Ghetto Truth magazine. So I will see if you for real, because I have the gift of sight. So if you ain't right, I'm going to let you know to step aside. So if it's really someone out there that really needs some help, uh, some information, if you're a mom and just want to connect uh, with Godie, inbox the ghetto tooth magazine and then we'll pass that information on okay we'll just do it like that how about that (laughs) that sounds perfect for me thank you for coming on and sharing it was wonderful uh once again and again again.
2: i have a couple of very controversial subjects i'd like to discuss okay
0: that would be perfect. You know, inbox me on the Ghetto Truth magazine and we'll go okay. over the format. And for June, we could put it up on the dock. Um, yeah, yep, June June the can. second is taken, but hey, we can go from there, right? Excellent, excellent. All right, you enjoy your son yeah, and you continue well. being that queen that you are, right? Peace. You're now listening to the Ghetto Truth Magazine, and today is going to be such an explosive dialogue today. T. Felder is in the house, and this is a subject that is, I don't know, parents, moms uh, feel some kind of way when we have pornography everywhere, the internet is here this is ghetto gospel and it's atrocious how the government america it appears to be that they are fine with this because they continue to block you know bills that would prevent this sort of thing happening you can't uh call the police because they say it's an internet thing right t
1: right exactly this is T Felder, and um, I'm the co-host on the Ghetto Truth. We're talking about the truth or a truth, and um, I feel like this topic is very relevant because um, right now a lot of children are at home, so that means you know they're surfing the web and doing things online a lot more than they already were, and they were already doing the most. Um, so I think it's important for parents to know what's going on on the web and. And know that it's okay to put those filters on things because unfortunately um, our children are able to access and see a lot of things that they, they shouldn't see because of uh,
0: the internet exactly and it it has been coming for a long 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 time and this is where I could say it started with the parents because in my day we went outside and we played But the parents, the moms, is a lot of single moms today. And, you know, they're having these children. And the best thing that they can do for themselves to bring them some type of peace is to hear. Here's my phone. So you have babies, Mm -hmm. right? As soon as they're able to hold the phone, the mom is giving them this item and then by the time they're old enough to read and whatever uh, 7 they're surfing the internet and it's it's becoming a thing it's pornography it's at their disposal so I know the government we need to uh, do something about this and we need to uh, make this like the lady said you know <laughs> make it some type of law like they have with uh, uh, drinking and driving, you know, that that would help a lot because it's it's getting out of hand. Dr. Gail Dines, I like what she was talking about. She's mm-hmm. making like a really valid point, you know, at that level. But if we can get down <laughs> with it on a grassroots level and then all the parents, all the moms, all the fathers, they need to uh, create a coalition. I don't know if it's out there or not, but it needs to be done because uh, pornography have gotten really rampant. It's everywhere you go, even on a television. I remember in my day um, when they had a married couple, it was separate beds. There was no way the husband was going to get in the bed with uh, his wife and one foot had to still be on the floor. But as we progress in this media and putting all these programs into our minds, it's gotten worse. And I remember we did do a show on human trafficking on the ghetto truth magazine. And uh, one thing I did notice as, as I was pointing out the, the, program cartoons that they have today a lot of stuff on Disney is nothing but porn porn shadow porn secret porn and while I was pointing you know those particular cartoons out oh my goodness then I saw a video with Fred Flintstone I grew up on that era and even in in that time they had subliminal messages involving sex right well I think it's
1: it's kind of beyond that and we have our our um our guest Goldie she's she just tapped in with us right now.
0: Greetings um, Goldie. So what do you have to say about this free internet and freely porn available for children just to have access to it? Tell us about uh your experience as much as you can and enlighten our listeners here.
2: Well, that is it's disgusting to me. <laughs> to be honest it's horrible how easily accessible it is and even um how you mentioned there's the subliminal messaging within a lot of the cartoons that even we watched growing up but they have even gone to the point just as far as to even make cartoon porn which I've actually I dated someone whose son had eventually founded online and he was nothing but six years old and it's just uh it's disgusting it, is. <laughs> it really is and they make it too available i remember td used to be censored you know and it used to cut off after a certain hour and i do miss those days because nowadays like they 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 is overexposed. It's overexposed. It really is. It's, oh, it's completely overexposed. Even in, you know, the Carl's Jr. Burger commercials, you have this woman and her breasts are out and she's just, they, they have her eating the burger in a very sexual manner. And it's just like, why do we have to do this?
0: Sex sales sound good,
2: or or do you guys remember the the herbal essences commercials for the the conditioner, the hair, Mm -hmm. and they're just oh, oh, like what in the world? Yes, what is the message? Like, children are watching this, and even if they don't know immediately what's going on, after it's being played over and over and over again, it's it registers. So, it does. I don't know how it registers to them. Or if it's because another child was exposed and they end up telling the the tell to the other kids. Like, hey, do you guys know know, what this really means? Because (laughs) that happens a lot too. yeah. Yeah. Like I, when I was young, like I was molested and it was by a child himself. And to this day, I don't blame him because since he was a child, he was obviously exposed to that before. But it was brought to me as in, do you want to see, you want to do what grownups do? I didn't, I didn't know what that meant. I'm just like, yeah, right. what, what are grown grownups doing? You know, cause as children, we're fascinated. We're still learning. We're sponges. We're like, Oh, you right. know, well, what are the grownups doing? You know, they're always having fun. They're always, Oh, you know, get out of here. What's going on. But today a lot of parents don't even shield their children away from the sex scenes and movies. You know, they don't. When we were younger, we were told to to go elsewhere or you know cover our eyes and ears and they'll hurry up and, and fast forward past that that portion. Now it's just you know oh it doesn't matter you know he'll they'll learn or they don't even acknowledge it just keep it going. Right, right. I think it's important for us to understand that
1: they need to draw a line between sexual expression, like healthy sexual expression Mm -hmm. and like sexual exploitation, because I think it is important for obviously we're in a generation where kids are learning at a lot faster pace than we were Mm -hmm. uh, growing up. So it is important for us to start having these conversations with our children about sex but in a healthy way where they're understanding their bodies and where they're gaining confidence in their sexuality. So that way, when they get ready to explore that, they understand and that they know the difference between what's right and what's wrong and what's, you know, being exploited is and what um, having a healthy sexual relationship is and what those things look like.
2: Yes.
0: Right. Parents need to get ahead of the game because of the availability of of everything. But the problem is too not all parents, but the problem are the parents. Because some parents, especially the fathers, if they around, they believe that when their son acts like that or if he grab a titty at twelve, like that's okay. That's that's gonna make you a man. You know, introducing him to, you know, sex, a hooker or whatever, when he's twelve, thirteen. Uh, It certainly have changed from my day. It's totally, like you said, Goldie. it's disgusting and we need to draw the line right here. I believe that it's not too late. Mm -hmm. We have to um, really, for real this time, I'm not really much into politics, but I believe it do start with our congressmen. If there's still a congressman after all this stuff that's going on around us, during this reset right because they're having court right now world court over what's going on with the pedophile ring in america right you know and that's important okay. too
1: they they're lurking online they're looking for young children and young girls and even young boys to Mm -hmm. to lure in and it's very convenient to use social media platforms to do so to make a fake page and act like a child and lure the child in and then sometimes not even making a fake page just being who they are and offering things that kids would want Mm -hmm. and then the kids end up you know feeding into it and then you know even if they're even if the kid maybe sometimes feels like maybe this is wrong, they do more and more and more until they manipulate them into yep. meeting up or sending them news and those those photos then get sent to these black market websites where they're able to, where these sickos are able to then Just purchase this that. stuff with no consequence.
0: Absolutely. And again, this is Ghetto Gospel Parents, you paying for the cable, the internet, all that, you must take control over that. Now, when they're at school, that's another topic. That's why education in about sex belongs to... The person who is bringing up that child, because the more that they have the tools that they need, so when someone comes to them with some file stuff, they they'd be right. like, you know what, get you know, get Sorry, away okay, from me with leave that. Me alone. Be- yeah, I'm okay. Leave me alone. You know, I'm good. So we have to, uh, for real. It's crazy. We always protect our children. But we have to totally step up our game. I have three grandsons, and I'm so happy that they're mothers. They're very protective of their boys, and I feel good about that. They won't be the boys that are out there trying to disrespect the little girls and doing stuff. And I got to tell you, um... I've been molested as well. It's like it's really having not been anyone that I know that have not been molested, I promise. I haven't met that person yet. It started in school way back in um I was in junior high school, and the little boys just nasty. This one dude, I'm trying to get into my locker, and he run by run past me. And he does something very foul to my private part. And I'm about uh, 12 years old, walking home from the store. Children can go nowhere by themselves anymore. It's been a long time. You can go online. Uh, they have websites to where you can put in different locations. And they'll tell you where all these little sex offenders live. And the crazy thing is... It's your next door neighbor. And (laughs) I'm telling you, the government, the the, whoever make these laws, they do not care about us. So we need to form. This is my solution to it. I'm sorry. That's my drone. My solution to all of this is more education. I believe there should be a coalition among uh, parents and some of them have to have a background check because it's crazy. You have fathers molesting their sons and daughters, and you got grown teachers having sex with students. It was a, a movie about that some years ago. I forget that crazy girl, Eternal, and
1: Eternal. Yeah, she's actually she's been out for a while, and um, the. The young man that she was with, they actually ended up getting married and having more kids, and they're actually getting
2: a, a divorce now. I believe oh it goodness. didn't work out. Obviously, the age gap. Obviously, yeah. there's a, a a word for that condition. I cannot think of it to save my life right now. But when you fall in love with your abuser, goodness.
0: Well, I do know about the Stockholm That's
2: syndrome.
0: It. That's it. Yeah. And, and and that's another thing. Um, I know of some people who do protect their abusers. And I know some people who have been abused. And when I see them together, You act like it's, you know, normal, love, 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 but you know, wait a minute, didn't they abuse you when you was little? Why are you friends with them? Why do you even compensate with them? Because their mental capacity
1: is still that of that child.
0: Okay. Dealing
1: with that certain emotion, whatever emotion is triggered into um, them when they're with that person, it reverts them back to that mentality of whatever age they
0: were when when the abuse happened.
3: Yeah.
0: Right. And I know there have been studies that it it perpetuates. It continue if like if the father molested its son, whatever, the son is going to molest someone and it is that's the cycle. Um what's that show uh Law and Order? I had to I like to watch shows about law because that's how I learn about some things and it didn't dawn on me they would have the women who have been assaulted who have been raped and it's crazy how the court system for true have them sit on the stand and go back and repeat everything that the man did to them and I remember being 16 and I watched this movie and it was so disturbing that she had to sit there and describe every detail. And then you look at the faces of the people in court and they're looking and you're wondering, this is, this is sick. This is not right to, um, put the woman on trial for her to repeat what happened to her. You know, he did this and it's disturbing for all of it. And the bigger issue is that the whole society is run Mm -hmm. by men. Right. right? Men that are
1: abusing their power and unfortunately with the abuse of power comes situations like these where we have like the um, Harvey Weinsteins and these
0: uh all of them of because it's coming yeah. out yeah abuse also i wanted to That's talk a- about um i
1: i've been noticing a lot of patterns and stuff too with children and they're they're pretty much mirroring what their parents are watching on social media or doing online too so i think it's important for parents to understand what you do on social media and what you view on social media and also with websites you,
0: choose to log on to, your children are actually following right behind you. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Yeah. Some of the parents just, I don't know, lazy. I have to put it out there. This is the ghetto truth, and it is an Ovasi opinion, Ovasi view, laziness. They're watching a program that is full of sex, and they're not uh, having their children leave the room it's it's norm and the and the thing is I think it was norm for them when they was growing up no one ushered them out of the room when uh, things got a little heated and when the media decided you know what we're not even we don't care anymore because like I said they used to not have all this stuff on television in, in the evening um, yeah yeah it would be late 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 at night i remember (laughs) i was staying up trying to watch this program they came on at one o'clock in the morning i could could not make it i was falling asleep um it was it was wasn't porn it was like uh national Mm -hmm. geographic in my day national geographic was about the only porn you was gonna get (laughs) dr (laughs) burman and Berman. that was the closest thing
2: because yeah. they have discussions. Okay. Like, at least with them, it was educational. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, it's sad. Like, even just all letting right. your children go to bed and they have their own cell phones and their tablets, like, compensate them at the end of the night. You know? It don't yes. be available at the dinner table if you guys even sit at the dinner table. We yes. need to right. go back to um, just doing a lot of things as a family. As yes. a whole. Right. These days... No one's sitting around at the table. They're probably eating food in their bedrooms or, you know, in the living room, watching the TV instead of sitting down at the table and having family discussions. Everybody's so disconnected
0: these days. And speaking of with the media, uh, needless to say, the Ghetto Truth magazine is anti-mainstream media. That's why they're always trying to disrupt <laughs> what we're, we're having a, a dialogue about. But it's okay today. And you mention family and you return that nasty ass uh, cartoon to my to my memory that's mm-hmm. terrible that cartoon they they have the little boy having um incest uh thoughts and whatnot with the mother and it's crazy the dog is wanting the mother and it's crazy how this is on television and then they put it in a cartoon and you have your child watching it you know on the uh small screen and on the big screen these cartoons they're adult cartoons and then the the parents are bringing their children to the movie house to watch it so it's (laughs) The parents who are against this really have to come together because and educate the parents who don't feel like there's something wrong with it.
1: Right.
3: right.
1: I agree. And then it's just like also we have to look at the kids with like uh, underlying like psychiatric disorders as well. Because those are the kids that are gonna be more vulnerable to these things. And then there's the the kids that also get are in the foster care systems and don't have parents and people monitoring them at all. So these are the kids that fall victim to actually possibly meeting up with these predators and falling victim to whatever it is they're going to do when that meetup happens, because they don't have anybody to to tell them no.
0: Right. And we need to enforce that. Uh, If you guys could check out black fire on Instagram She's fire. She's talking about a lot of spiritual things. And I believe that uh, the parents need to start tapping into that. And she has said that no is a a magic spell, a spell word. No. Make that word powerful so you could be empowered to say no. And the crazy thing is outside of the Internet, the, the children that's being molested is by people yes, that they yes, know
3: it's always people
0: that they know usually. It's all, the people that they know right. Ash, and it's, and then if no one want to take a stand they put the, the abuser on a pedestal and they shame the child how can a little 7 year old know anything about that you know they're not nowhere ready for that you know right so parents also go while you're listening um, being a mother educate. being a mother how do you um
1: like i know your child is really really young right now but how do you plan on going about you know managing him and filtering him with with the things that are going on
2: you know it's it's scary to be just to begin it off like this was one of the reasons why, um, why I was afraid to have children and even just prolonged it all the way until I turned 30 because I'm, I mean, I can't say 100% I don't know how I'm going to do it. But, you know, part of that is I don't because nowadays technology is in the forefront. These kids are getting computers and laptops in elementary school. And at this point, all I really have to do is just, I mean, what I'm going to do is I have to, I have to be active. I have to monitor. I have to really just have an open discussion with him always. And the scary part about having these open discussions and trying to make it normal and okay to talk to me as his mother is, not being afraid to have that conversation too early and possibly risk exposing him to something that he otherwise would not have ever known before. But um, I will definitely be using the parental locks on the internet. I don't know exactly how that works, but I will figure it out. (laughs) And even just, I, I don't watch very much TV at all anyway, but Definitely Great. have to be mindful of what's going on and if he does end up slipping and seeing something, you know, kind of I don't want to say brush it off, but make it to where it's not a huge deal and if he has questions about it, you've right. gotta be open and honest, you know. Right. But I do want to um to just let him know that I, I don't want I don't want him to grow up Thinking that it's okay to be the little boy that chases after the girl and and is doing inappropriate things because that's that's scary, you know. Especially since I I've dealt with it as a female with it being done to me, and the scary part about it is the fact that I'm not the only person that's going to teach him. You know, he's going to learn from everyone and everything around him, and I cannot shield him from everything other people say and do and right. of course i'm going to pick and choose whom i'm around but then there's the friends that he meets and ma- makes and stuff and i'm kind of pretty i'm gonna follow in my own my older sister's footsteps and and even just within my family and you know you can't go over there but they can come over here <laughs>
0: that's what I'm saying if that. you
2: are over there visiting I'm going to make friends with your, friend, with your friends moms and dads and we're going to all get together and, and hang out you know like, I agree I agree. and even when it comes down to the video games um, what a friend of mine his son he plays the video games and he's always on that, that live part portion where he could talk to the other kids and stuff and I mm-hmm. cannot tell you how many times I have caught this little boy cursing Hmm. <laughs> If you're going to play video games on live, it mm. will be in the living room. I don't believe in having televisions in the bedroom. And it's mainly just because of sleep. I have sleep issues, but since that's something that I won't do for myself, he won't have a television in his bedroom. So he won't be able to sneak and put it on in the middle of the night and, you know, any of that because there's so much. There's so much.
0: That's a good step, actually. No television in the bedroom, no computer in the bedroom, always in a public area. And we will drop some links on this podcast, different um, companies that you can use. They put blocks on the Internet uh for parents is great and I highly recommend it. So just have to get a lock on this thing. It's so mm-hmm. much out there. It it's scary. You know, human trafficking is is out there. It's crazy. You have um why people are on the internet. Uh one of the scary things is you think you're talking to like Uh, someone your age and it's an adult so they are tapped into Mm -hmm. their emotions and it that road leads to a lot of uh crazy places where you don't want to think about you know i've had some people that i know that have been kidnapped and it's crazy to use for trafficking uh the the abuse on women has risen well, so well, that's high lately. Of the,
1: um, the pornography that's out now—it's very volatile and vulgar, mm-hmm. and especially if you're exposing a child that's like seven or eight to this, and they haven't even been sexually active yet. Now they're looking at this porn, thinking that this is how they should have sex, and this is what a woman would want. And mm-hmm. if a parent is having that. <laughs> Like appropriate conversation with their child and building that confidence, and, and to them to gain that that confidence within themselves. Then they, even if they are, even if they do see it, I feel like you know there's a, a higher percentage of them saying like, no, nah, this is not something that I don't think I would be into." But if they don't know anything about it, they're going to be like, "Oh, this is what I should be doing."
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I should be super aggressive, and this is what a woman wants me to be super aggressive, and I think that that's what's building. The and, and keeps the fueling the hyper masculinity in our society,
0: right? I have seen no video of a woman who's uh engaging in anal sex, none of them are happy about that, N- you know. It's, always brutal it's a facade that's just the beast, the beast right. of the man,
1: right. Is- a lot of uh you know young teenagers and different they don't understand that these porns are staged these are not real scenarios of real people that are building intimate relationships having sex these are people that are actors and actresses coming into a room and performing these things for a paycheck and that's not how the reality of a relationship works and i feel like that's becoming the reason why we're lacking intimacy in relationships as well
0: right I agree Goldie so you have a a young son and you know you have the opportunity to um, create in him the love of the queen you his mother so you protect him And I know he'll be able to save another life. Be like, yo, (laughs) this is not what my mother taught me.
2: My every intention. Because it's just, it's wild in the world. Like it's, I can't even begin to explain how intense it is out there. And we, we all know. And there's so many people that think that everything that's going on, like it's okay. It's okay to teach these boys to to be just ultra like just sexual and it's it's not
0: ultra, ultra aggressive, aggressive. Not okay.
2: but then we're here teaching our girls don't let the boys touch you you know they only want one thing and yes don't don't let the boys touch you but why why do you, why do people think it's okay to teach the boys to be ultra aggressive and sexual when we're basically they're set, they're setting them up for failure because they're going to keep getting shot down. And then, you, like um, she said, with the pornography, it's all aggressive. It's basically like borderline rape in a lot of the videos. Because there's right. a lot of choking and just aggressive. Right. And just, you know, just hammering. And it's, it makes absolutely
0: no sense. None whatsoever. And then also in film and also okay. in the music it changed. I remember, you know, I'm 60 years old and the music that I listened to was about, they was talking about sex, mm-hmm. but we didn't know that they were right. It was songs like, I want to dance with you. And it was uh Smokey Robinson cruising. You know, I didn't have any idea he was talking about sex until I got older. And I went, Oh, But see, the music today, they straight out, especially hip hop, is just slop, slop. They straight out, the guy is saying, I'm going to spread my legs and Mm -hmm. stick it in you and just, and more verbal than what I just said, right? And then I'm just now, it's old, but I'm just now finding out that it's some song about eating cake and to my disgust eating cake was eating feces and that is what the young people oh my goodness i i don't i do not recall how (laughs) it came to my space uh lmg would uh have to (laughs) remind me on that one and i will uh, definitely inbox T Felder so she can let you know how it came to be. But it's awful with some song about eating cake. And now that I'm listening to some songs and then, cause I don't listen to uh, music, mainstream music and I don't watch television. All right. But if something comes to my space it's for me to uh, inquire about that. So I can put out some information about, come on people, you guys are going too far There's nothing about eating feces that's uh, intimate. It has nothing to do with the uh, sexuality between two spirits. You guys feel me? So uh, (laughs) I know this stuff exists. I used to know several um, people who were call girls. And one of them, her customer, the only thing that he wanted... Uh, done to him is he wanted her to pee on him, and that was it. So, we are definitely dealing with a lot of people with a lot of bullshit. So, we need to keep our children close to us and educate them and let them know you know, people out there they are sick. These are some of the signs that you look for, right? Someone does things like always want to be private and don't want you to tell your parents. That's when you need to tell your parents. I used to tell my stepchildren, I said, if anybody tried to uh, touch you in somewhere, that's not It makes you feel uncomfortable if they say, oh, we're going to kill your mommy. I said, do know, you know, I own a a gun, right? Do know that I will kill them before they kill me. So do not believe that none of that, because I'm here to protect you, right? I'm your mom and I'm going to protect you, but I need all the intel. So I stay close to my step sons, you know, so they would not fall to that because they was boys, they were um, um, Guatemalan and Puerto Rican, and they had the long eyelashes, and see, uh, little boys like that, they draw predators out because they're boys, but they look so cute because they have like like uh, long eye. Yes, yes, yes. So (laughs) parents mothers mothers please that though they came from you so you got yeah, you got I first a lot of right need,
1: mothers need got first not be afraid to have the conversation um we're building a society where you know the kid has all this privacy and you know give your kids privacy give them their space to grow and that's fine that's very, that's very much okay but also, a parent needs to be a parent, oh, yes. and you're not your kid's friend, and you need to monitor what they're what they're doing. That part, you, I'm not saying to go into their room and just search their entire room, um, but you but do need to see what they're doing
3: online.
0: I say, search their say entire search room. Maybe not <laughs> so much
2: when they're there.
0: If they, if they, if they're because guess what? You're paying the right. rent or the mortgage, right. and everything in there belongs to you. And I'm saying, like, look, we are in different times. So guess what? Oh. Drastic measures, I agree. I agree. right? Because. I don't care. I would rather go through their room and then I'll tell them. I said because you live in my house, you know, I will be in your room, right? So this is what's going to happen. And I rather do that than they they go out and because I didn't search their room to see what they're into. So hey, especially if they start acting Wait a minute. If you suspect something, oh yeah, I'm I'm looking and searching like, your room, honey. Old clothes, laundry Inside under your bed, cases, everywhere for real. Oh, that's oh, everywhere for real. And then if there's oh, a yes. sibling, I'm gonna bribe them. <laughs> All of it, <laughs> There, there is no measure that I would not go to to protect my children. Period. You know, I just want to so, um touch back. On oh, my goodness, something you said just a moment ago about
2: um letting your children know that you are their protector because you when if they've ever been molested or somebody's being inappropriate with them they have to know that their safe space is at home and that they can tell their mother or their father whomever is at home anything and that Mm -hmm. they're safe to 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 give out that information because um back to me again when I was younger I was molested I couldn't have been more than four years old and at that, that particular time that it happened I got a whooping and it wasn't just one whooping I literally got a whooping by every single member or adult member um, that I knew at that time just aunties uncles everybody came over and gave me a whooping because of what happened and I didn't know what was going on and at that very moment I knew that whatever it was it was bad and that I shall never speak on it ever again. And I even heard growing up in conversations um, when they would talk on the phone like, hey, you remember when Goldie got caught in the closet and such, 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 such. And it was like a a little, I don't wanna say a joke, but just, it was a conversation and it was very embarrassing. And that wasn't the only time I've been molested, but the other times that it happened, I did not speak on it because I was afraid that I was going to get a whooping. Or right. even just afraid of space the space. embarrassment of you know the conversations going on and on and on. I didn't feel that I was safe to to have that discussion again because the first, it wasn't a discussion when it first happened. I was a child. I was a, a real child, a tiny baby that could barely even talk.
0: So um, right, Yeah. and you got chastised. And the thing is. One that is not all across the board, but a part of it is because we as a people who grew up in the South, they have this code of silence, no matter what it is, and you're not supposed to speak on it. And, uh, that's one reason why I did not mesh with my relatives because I was vocal. If someone mistreated me, I was vocal and all through my years, they continued to tell me like I was the problem. And I went through a lot of emotional harm behind this to where, um, my body had the condition of, um, um can't come out of it. i it, it exists fibromyalgia where i did not even know what it was and i started reading about it emotional and this and stress and this and i said well shit no wonder <laughs> growing up around a place where you cannot speak and and tell uh your parents something happened to you and you're supposed to be quiet about it and I was that child no I'm not gonna be quiet about it you know so secrets and stones coming out soon (laughs) and we have to talk about it we can't it's not our shame it's their shame it's the abuser it's their shame So that's why I just started coming out about it myself, like uh, in 2019, talking a little bit about it. I might say something while I'm doing one of my uh, podcasts or doing one of my live videos and dropping it in there. So I'm preparing myself mentally so I can talk about it. I just started talking about the condition of depression. So... All this comes together. We are in the month of mental health awareness. And this topic here, if we ever needed to be aware of anything, is this. It is. I <laughs> wanted to go
1: back to um, the episode that we had last week. And when we were talking with Judy about forgiveness. And um, I wanted to know. Right. Um, from you and Goldie's perspective of um, two women that have been sexually abused, um, is there ever a point in time where you get to a point of forgiveness, or is that something that's just always
0: lingering in your, your spirit? I This is ghetto gospel. I've gotten to the point where that empathy part, it it's to where my sister, who was abused by her recently, not recently, but he done transitioned, she couldn't protect herself. So I'm thinking later on, uh, if she couldn't protect herself, how Mm -hmm. can she protect me? I was 12 years old and I was washing the dishes, and he come in behind me and he, you know, touches me and I scream and I get on the phone to call my mother. See, I'm I'm that Pisces where I am quiet. Right. But if you fuck with me, <laughs> I'm going to speak. I'm going to speak out. So I'm 12. He thought he can get away with it. And he he couldn't. And I got on the phone. It's one of those old phones. Like if someone gets on the other house, other phone in the house, you can't make a phone call. But I can hear uh, my relative talking about put the phone down, put the phone down. And I'm like 12 years old. This huge man just molested me, and someone that's supposed to protect me. What? So that's a whole story. It's going to be in the book, y'all, Secrets and Stones. (laughs) And right when I was going to let this relative, what transpired, the guy died. So I was like, what good is it to tell them, like, yo, he molested me. Yo, you didn't protect me. I felt like, what, what good would that be, you know, to tell them that? And luckily, they never listen to any of my broadcasts. So that's why I could talk about it. (laughs) Never. I get no support from them relatives, I tell you. (laughs) This is ghetto gospel. And I will always tell the truth or a truth. (laughs) So um, what else before? There's some more points that we need to uh, cover Before we wind down here on the Ghetto Truth Magazine. I was thinking that we could um,
1: talk more about the black market. I mean, I don't think a lot of people are aware of the black market and how many um, women, children, and just people in general are being um, exploited and... You know, the human trafficking, they're able to access these things where we can't, you know, the FBI and the police, they can't even track the IPs down of these people. And they're able to sell these kitty porns and to exploit these women and to sell and trade humans on, on these websites. And I don't think that that's being talked about a lot. There's been girls that have been c- coming up missing. There's been hundreds and thousands of children that each year that have been coming up missing with no trace of them.
0: Right, right. Human trafficking is current. It has never stopped. It's Slavery is it's, 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 it's still here. Basically, the only thing that the system decided was to, instead of keeping everybody like all conjugated on the plantation, they uh, came up with a plan. Oh, well, just let them have their own home. Let them think that they are buying the house, right? So many homeowners, even after they the house is paid for, they still have to pay property tax. And I'm like, once you purchase an item and you pay the taxes, shouldn't that be done? <laughs> right? So human trafficking Oh my goodness. Okay. I want to jump in here and tell you all about their scriptures in, in the Bible when they talk about the God of Molech. I don't know yeah, if you ever heard of that I have. before, That's T. The God
1: of um, where they were sacrificing um their children to, right?
0: Exactly. So that particular practice have never ceased. So what we see right now with uh, the Black market, human trafficking, slavery, it's a part of that as well, right? It's dealing with um, sexual stuff and and sacrificing the the children and burning them and whatnot uh, all for this entity and um, it's still here, the cabal, right? (laughs) So it's just still here and it's uh we're we're at the point where the people who have so-called awakened we need to just take that pick up our little marbles and our third eye and and walk away because that part of the system will never cease right so we have to so when we have dialogue like this and talking about it and just being like freaking real about what's happening with uh, society because it's going on beyond pornography, right? right? So I'm this is really it's a big about business. The I mean... Vulnerable. You...
1: I was... Um, this was a while ago. I, I, I was watching something and right. um, it was talking about how a woman actually worked at a group home and she, her boyfriend was a human trafficker, sex trafficker. He was trafficking girls out of El Paso, Texas. And she actually set it up to where she had um, him come and he basically, you know, kidnapped four of the girls from the group home setting. And, you know, these are girls that are vulnerable. They have no parents. They have nowhere to go. They're in the system waiting to age out and to you know do their own thing and then nobody and nobody's come gonna to come women. looking for that. them and she allowed her boyfriend to take these girls she they took them all the way down to texas from texas they ended up in mexico uh being bought and sold and there were women all the way from africa and all these different countries and in, in, in europe that had been bought and sold as well and ended up in in Texas, and then ended up in El, um Ended up being sold in Mexico. So this stuff is very real. There's a lot of people out there that, that don't think that this is really happening, and it is. And I think only out of the 200 girls that they had there at this ranch in Texas, only two of them actually escaped. Oh my! And the whereabouts of the other mm. ones are unknown, and the whereabouts of the perpetrators are also still unknown. And this was over five to six years ago. So a lot of these things are happening and these perpetrators are not being caught. They're hiding behind money. Oh, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) COVID-19.
0: They're hiding behind a lot of shit here. Right. There's so much going on. It's crazy. And you know what? Uh, I saw the list and guess what? Monique's name wasn't on that list. (laughs) Monique was like you know what bitches I am a comedian and some people thought she was being arrogant or whatever but Yeah, she was doing her thing, and this is my opinion of how it happened. This is not going to be the truth or a truth. This is Ovasi view right here. They wanted Monique to fly over out of the country to meet up with some rich dudes and fuck her. You know what I'm saying? That's my opinion. That's Ovasi view. But, you know, when you get to a certain status... When you become an entertainer, you, you're nothing but a fuck toy. I've heard rumors, Ovasi View, that Jay—I'm gonna gotta lower my voice here—that <laughs> I want Grandma to hear me. <laughs> okay, I heard rumors that Jay Z and Beyonce—all this money that they say that they have—they do not have. They are living, you know, some kind of way. Only And other celebrities, so-called celebrities like them, they're living that type of lifestyle to help the cabal enslave all of y'all who just bow down to worshiping, you know, celebrities and shit. You know, those people like that, right? That's a rumor. And people would like, they would have sex right people would be in the room while they're having sex and they was all having sex together so by having pornography on the internet they don't care because they doing all this they doing stuff that of course we wouldn't even imagine but these are rumors where I had other people in my circle they would come and tell me about this intel and I'd be like but how you know though so that's why it's a rumor but you know what? I wouldn't say that it didn't happen for real because of, of some other things that occur throughout with people being in entertainment. And uh, when they don't want to play ball anymore, they throw to the streets and they're raggedy. And then a lot of them are on drugs. A lot of them are children and they were molested and abused and they turn to drugs because they can't handle it. So it all comes around in this topic today on the Ghetto Truth Magazine: pornography on the internet. The the government don't give a shit because they are involved in it themselves. That's why. So parents protect your children. Period. T. <laughs> T. Uh. T. Felder. <laughs>
2: My phone number. On. Yes, I'm here.
0: Oh. Goldie, oh, did I, it, did I blow y'all but, away? <laughs>
2: right. When it comes down to it, like, we really have to protect our children. And I understand that we can't shield them from everything, but protecting them doesn't simply mean just shielding them. It means having those open lines of communication and letting them know that,
0: hey, hey you <laughs>
2: are their safe haven i'm so
0: sorry exactly we have to educate them like we're educating grown people and then you uh bring awareness to your children Mm -hmm. you don't want them to live in fear you know oh you know not to talk to them because children they have their own they come here with their own intuition so the best thing uh, we can do as uh their ancestors, their 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 uh, mothers and fathers and grandparents mm-hmm. is to allow them to keep their intuition. So when someone comes in their space, right. they be like, you know, I don't like you. When a child comes to me and you know, and they tell me they don't really like a certain person. Listen to them. Um they don't I listen to them, right? Um, and I told my uh, step sons when I was raising them years ago, I told them a stranger is a stranger who haven't had dinner, who haven't broke bread in our home. And I said, and even then, you ask your me, <laughs> I was very, I, you know, they was very loving and impressionable young boys. And I, I prepared them for this ugly ass world and not in uh, a way to scare them, to frighten them, but let them know that I am here. Your Mima is here and I will protect you because them people out there, that's a whole different story. So keep the communication open For your children so they will be able to talk to you when something like that happens to you. It's sad when a child such as yourself, and I have heard about it from a lot of lots of people where they tell their mother about what happened and the the mother do not believe them. They blame the child and it's crazy. And I don't get that. If 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 someone came to me, my my oldest is uh 38 and if he come to me and told me somebody molested the, him, they'd be a dead person. I would beat them so bloody, I promise. Right. If I'd be low key. I don't need to call the police and that's all I would do. For real. And then we have fast forward internet. Oh no, I'm going to believe my child. I'm gonna post up. You're gonna be all on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and, and TikTok that you a pedophile. Everybody gonna know it. See, that's how I handle stuff. Man, so this, that's the, the ghetto guys way, Miss Goldie. <laughs>
2: the repercussions, like once these pedophiles are actually caught, because there's so many that still get slipped underneath the radar, but when they get caught, when it when it comes down to the law, oh, they too don't many, give them a harsh enough sentence. Like they'll be gone for what five, ten years at the most. And then right, if even that. And left right that's... back down on the streets. But then you have these young men. Exactly. And that is living amazing. next door oh, to God, you. That is just it's ridiculous. They have mm-hmm. right in the right next door in their neighborhoods where there's plenty of children, there's schools and just you know, any it, it makes no sense. But then you have young men that were arrested in the eighties and nineties for having a gram of weed on them with life sentences or close enough to life sentences. And it just, it makes no sense.
0: It makes no sense. This is a truth for this hour. The government do not give a nothing about us because they prove it. They want to lock us up, which is fine with them. But anything to truly protect us, no, it's not mm-hmm. going to happen because they are the oppressors. We are delusional if we're living in this society and believing that these people who run the laws or whatnot, mm-hmm. that they're doing they're anything for us. us. And then, no, it's, that's, it's, they're not here to help us. We're here to help ourselves. We're here to unify Ourselves, they have proven we have been living in the illusion of the inclusion. We believe that we are in the land of the free. Get the get free for who? Get the fuck out of here! No, it's not. I mean, I am free, free in my mind because I recognize the bull spit. I recognize it. So I could live here in a kind of a um, mesmerized kind of a situation. And I tend to surreal, so to speak. And I tend to watch how other people interact still in this matrix, how everybody want to call it, you know, this system. So, you know, honestly, I let them be. I protect mine, right? I teach them and everything they need to know, whatever, for real. Um, as a your, your little baby, you are so, so lucky because you, it's fresh. You yourself have been empowered. You yourself uh, are aware, so you could pass that on to your child. A lot of these uh, parents, they have not been aware. That's why they allow their child like make decisions for themselves at 10 that they want to, ch- this is my no. opinion at 10 they want to change from being no, no, a boy no. to a girl no bitch you gonna wait till you get 16 and even Same in here. 18 if you under my because roof hell child. no even if and that's my opinion
2: inside, I am oh, to say that you man. don't really feel as though you're a, a woman in a man's body or vice versa I don't know what's going on inside of you, but 10 years old, my most humble opinion is too young to let them make that decision because they may change their mind way, way too young because of what they're being exposed to. And then later grow to find, you know what? I don't really like that. Or this really isn't me,
0: you know? Right. In my opinion, those parents are getting money and allowing their children to do that. It's a shame where you have parents. uh, They're still selling their children slavery, selling their children into slavery. It's some program jazz, I believe. Get the freak out of here. Her parents are getting money for them to do that. That's like get out of here. I, years ago in the 90s, I know a grown man that went and had the surgery and got boobs put in. A grown man, do you know he regretted it? And do you know they do have you go to uh, to a psychologist and you talk about it and then dumbass psychologists decide if you're mentally prepared to uh, go forward with that? Get out of here. How is a 10-year-old... Is- Mentally ready to make that type of this of a decision. That's a money thing, Miss Gold. That's a part of how everything
2: is um they're they're placing it in the media. You know, they have these these couples, the same-sex couples on television. And I understand that people want to see themselves portrayed in the media and whatnot, and
0: you want to be able to look up and say, Oh,
2: you know, there's somebody like me. But the kids
0: Can I tell you something? Mm -hmm. I myself am in a same-gender relationship with someone 14 years and I myself am disgusted and appalled that they got all that on television. I don't Mm want to see it. They got this one show called Single Parents and they got the little boy. He's all flaming and the parent portrayed uh, is like his friend and i'm like right. forget it my child would not be watching television forget it i feel like the parents on television you no know, they're, they're not watching it i'm sorry are, period it's allowing the
2: children to have a bit of confusion you know even in schools they're letting the children pick what their gender is and saying oh well you can be you can have no gender you could be a girl you could be a boy you can say that you're both you have pronouns and that, that's just too many options. I don't like too many options for myself.
0: Uh, see, that's... That's too many. I'm going to tell you, I stopped, I, I, I left the whole BS when when I finally came out or whatever, <laughs> it was um, LGB, right? Then they started adding transgender, and I'm like, what do that have to do with the emotions of you feel emotion for someone of the same gender okay transgender is somebody who i don't know and now they have questioning and now they have everything else and i'm like if it's making me sick and i'm (laughs) like what the hell can you imagine a young child it's it's just you know the for real. If we ever thought that the system was like put there to protect us, no. We have to protect ourselves. So this is Ghetto Gospel. I'm here with my ooh, guest Godi, um, T. Felder. Sometimes <laughs> her, her connections say, that's enough. That's enough, T. <laughs> so thank you for sharing very personal dialogue with us and it will help many, many people out there when they come and listen to this and normal, regular, what normal, whatever that is, but everyday people like us, you know, no matter who you love, I mean, we go through this shit ourselves, right? So don't, don't be ashamed, you know, try to, you know, cipher who you could, you know, come to and, and, and let, someone know if you are being abused or, or whatever. So, Goldie is Please a mom. <laughs> Contact her. <laughs> Boy, I'm telling you. Well, we're going to leave some notes in the in the description and how you could reach all of us, T. Felder, me, Ghetto Gospel, and Goldie. And this is for people who really want, want help. So, we, we don't have time for games because as you know, I'm ghetto gospel and I get down jiggy with it. You don't want none. But anyway, have a wonderful day. The rest of it. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this uh wonderful podcast. So we ended with peace, love, and life. And I don't know, Goldie, if you wanted to leave any information here, if there's somewhere, uh email that you feel okay about um, leaving or you want to just well, tell them hit me up on the Instagram because
2: mine is full of nothing but junk mail but you can definitely contact me at on Instagram I have a very right. long Instagram name so it might be best to find it um, in the notes <laughs>
0: Well, the best thing is okay. so I can um, inbox the Ghetto Truth magazine. So I will see if you for real, because I have the gift of sight. So if you ain't right, I'm going to let you know to step aside. So if it's really someone out there that really needs some help, uh, some information, if you're a mom and just want to connect uh, with Godie, inbox the ghetto tooth magazine and then we'll pass that information on okay we'll just do it like that how about that (laughs) that sounds perfect for me thank you for coming on and sharing it was wonderful uh, once again and again i have a couple of very controversial
2: subjects i'd like to discuss okay
0: that would be perfect. You know, inbox me on the Ghetto Truth magazine and we'll go okay. over the format. And for June, we could put it up on the dock. Um, yeah, yep, June, June the 2nd is taken, but hey, we could go from there, right? Excellent, excellent. All right, you enjoy your son yeah, and you continue well. being that queen that you are, right? Peace.